listening to the Ice Prep Podcast. Here's your hosts, Brian and Pat. Hey, this week I'm actually doing it right, not restarting the opener for some reason. Oh, are you recording this time too? I am! I've, oh, I've got okay. the, the red circle, that means that things are being recorded, so I'm off to a good start. I'm two for two. I, I, I have like two things to do off the top and I fail at like 50% of the podcast that we start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, and look at that. Another thing that we're doing right is we're doing back-to-back weeks like we're supposed to do. Hey! Not bailing on it like we have been doing. So, hooray, we are back into the groove. Back into the groove. I'm in the basement, which doesn't have any water in it. So, I'm very happy about that after all the rain. We rarely get any. We're more apt to get like a mouse or two that'll sneak in when it gets really yeah. bad. But that's why we have traps everywhere. Yep. No. And uh, I don't know. You'll probably, for those that are watching, I'm going to be moving around as I normally do way too much. Uh, and the boxes have started. Uh, the, the move has begun. We have a date of the move-in. And uh, I also realized after last week when I was talking about it that I'm house-sitting for two weeks um, between now and the move, which means... <laughs> I don't have the 34 days that I thought I have. I have closer to about 15, maybe 14 days. So, yeah. And it's all, like, front-loaded, so I have to pack every single day after work, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> yep. Well, well, we'll figure out. Who knows? Maybe one of those ones will have to be a solo one, or we'll have to get a, a guest host, but we'll see what happens, or... No, That'll I be like I will. New place. I will hide in the in the bathroom. He'll be sitting on the toilet. It'll be the toilet pod. No, no, no. I have uh, internet coming in on the fifteenth. Uh, so and that's a Wednesday. So <laughs> literally, I get the keys on the fifteenth, and an hour later, I have internet being installed. That is the most important thing. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, it it truly is, especially uh, nowadays. Um, since it's so in the time that we were off, there was obviously a bunch that happened in the hockey world. And then we had our episode last week because there was like no hockey because we went into the All-Star game. And um, it once again proved that the All-Star game for the NHL is the most boring product on the planet. Um, oh, oh, oh. They they need to do something to it because it is even the Twitter clips this year were like unwatchable. The only half decent thing was seeing... McDavid go four for four twice in the accuracy and mm-hmm. lose out by like half a second to to Kadri. Other than that, th- yeah. that and I guess um, Ovi to Sid twice in the uh, the Metro Atlantic game was kind of neat to see. But that's that's a be- there was nothing like it was no. just a cringe fest and not in a, like sometimes cringe can be good. It was bad. Yeah. No. I I think I was messaging you. I was like I watched. I think about 20 minutes of it and I turned it off because it was so bad that I was like, this makes me upset. (laughs) Here's how it went. I looked at my phone and it said, I've decided to turn on the all-star game. Bing. I have decided to turn off the all-star game. It was like in short succession to each other. Yeah. It was just, it was boring. And it was like, there's some weird goalie thing that was happening that I was like, wow. Yeah. 
you, you shoot it and the, the rules made no sense. And then I watched it and I was like, what is happening? How come this person's getting point? Aren't they on? Are they on the same? T- they're on different. T- I don't know. I don't, the whole thing was stupid. If they're going to just do, they may as well just get rid of the all-star game. Um, there was like nobody in the seats. They say it's uh, for the area, but it's just like, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not. The players and- don't want to be there. The fans aren't there. Why? The NHL was so lucky that Lou Lamorello did the trade for Bo Horvat, so there was at least something exciting going into that weekend. Yeah. Could you imagine Confusion. that weekend without Confusion having of yeah. what team he's going to play for? <laughs> the Islanders jersey playing for the Pacific, which was like, yeah, whatever. You couldn't tell the difference between the teams anyway because their jerseys were so similar on the ice. I digress. So All-Star break happens and nobody cares. It doesn't mean anything like baseball's got it the best because their all-star game is super important Mm -hmm. for those that don't know if the, if the NL wins the all-star game, the NL team in the world series gets uh, home field vice versa for the AL like that to me is amazing. Um, Yeah. But it's also the only, I I think that's, that should be the case in uh, NHL as well. Um, cause at that point they've played so many games. It's, uh, once they get to the Stanley cup finals, it's all completely unique. It's all completely different from what the end of the season was. They should just have it instead of pretty much whoever performed the best and whatever weird nonsense they want to deal with. They should just have it as whichever division wins gets that East or West. Yeah. And Hey, that yeah. might actually make some of those players try cry actually I almost (laughs) and I'm the one with the beer Pat um so that was the oh he does have one so that was the I just hide it (laughs) that was the pre all-star break trade and then earlier today out of nowhere Frank Saravalli's tweeting out that uh well it looks like uh Vladimir Tarasenko's on the move to the Rangers let's pull this one up on the screen for people uh here's the full deal this one was kind of crazy to see happen it probably also means that the rangers are now out on patrick kane and timo meyer uh being out on timo meyer makes me happy um Mm -hmm. so the new york rangers get vladimir tarasenko and defenseman nico mikola which made rangers fans very happy because they got a player that they didn't want on defense put on waivers Mm. so now they actually have a like serviceable um third third pair uh, yep. St. Louis gets a conditional 2023rd first rounder, um, conditional 2024 fourth, which becomes a third if the Rangers make the playoffs. So that's a third. Um, Sammy Blias going back to St. Louis and Hunter Skinner. Uh, he's so, a prospect. Yeah. Um, New York owns two firsts this year. So the lower of the two firsts goes to St. Louis. And this to me was the, the craziest thing. And it, it maybe it does mean that. Uh, the Rangers aren't done. St. Louis retaining 50% on this uh, this rental. Well, it still might spell that they're done. Uh, they were pretty close to cap um, when this trade was first announced. And people were like, either there's a lot going back or they're retaining. So more or less, they're, they're probably out unless they're doing, uh, you know, they're, they're selling people off of their roster, which, I mean, it could happen. Um, we've seen crazier things. Well, you never know, because this is but... this is definitely a move from a top team 
to win the Stanley Cup. And oh, usually yeah. when there's one, there's another one or two. Look at what Tampa does every year. Look at what the Avs did last year. It wasn't just one player. They they had a few little moves that yep. added in. Like you can go back years past. There's not a lot, but it's usually like one piece that is a key and then another tertiary or secondary. Well, I mean, look piece. at look at the two pieces that Colorado added. Cogliano, who they signed and yep. was like a key part of at least the first two rounds and and a little bit of the finals and uh oh who, who oh, from montreal Lekkinen. yeah oh, arturi yeah. lekkinen arturi lekkinen oh yeah has he done anything has he been any good oh yeah he's been incredible not so much this year but he's been incredible in the playoffs he got you guys the cup so yeah that was the the big yeah. trade earlier today and it's funny so where i work um one of my coworkers who works for the television side is a diehard Rangers fan. He actually had his Rangers sweater on today. So I've got my Devils Yeti. He's got his Rangers Yeti. He's also, I can, if I were to step out in my backyard, I can literally see his house. So it was kind of neat being able to be like, so uh, you guys have Tarasenko now. And he looked at me like, what? <laughs> um, Vladimir Tarasenko, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys traded for him, and then he was able to find out everything. It's it's just one of those fun things mm. in the workplace. If you know somebody's a fan of a team, um, it's like Being when able to the, drop the news for them. It's like when the one for one trade happened years ago. Um, Hall for Larson. Yeah, I was at work, and there was like four people that came running into the studio I was in to be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll Tarasenko. As soon as I heard Tarasenko going to the Rangers, I was like, yeah, no, that's 100% the team he should be playing for. Why has he not? I don't know why, but he is the most New York Rangers feeling person in the world. Um, yeah, he actually, they apparently had gone after him uh, a few times. Uh, yeah. It just never worked out. Um, in their Stanley Cup run, 11 goals in 26 games. Excuse me. So that's not too bad. Mm -hmm. I think he's um, banged up too. Oh, he's always banged he was, up. Well, because he, he was off for the entire season afterwards, so he was hyper banged up. Uh, twenty six, seventeen points in twenty six games. That's pretty good. Um, so that's something that they'll be uh, looking for. It, it's going to be very interesting, and especially. Um, Devils sitting second in the Metro right now. Rangers nipping at their butt. Uh, for those watching, this one earlier today did not like reading this. Uh, Jack Hughes week to week with an upper body injury. Um, looked like it happened in the first against, um, uh, who was their last game? Vancouver the other night, I believe. Yeah, well, I mean, there was also a little, there was a video that was going around of uh, everybody Matthew saying, doing yeah, a, a semi slew foot. Everybody's saying that, but he wouldn't have skated in the, the first game back otherwise, I don't think. Yeah. Because um, there was one point where he went back to the bench and he was kind of like curled over uh, from something. So that yeah. sucks. I'm wondering, we already mentioned him, Timo Meyer, if that, if the Devils were going after him. Now they may have to push that forward a little bit because uh, the offense for the Devils runs through Jack Hughes. Um, yeah. So who who knows? Um, 
I'm still trying to not get excited about the prospect of them going into the playoffs, but as long as Jack Hughes is injured, it's like, I really don't want to see what happens now because Vanacek had a great January. He's been, ugh. Mm-hmm. He's he's I mean, he, he got the win, but it was not a good game against Vancouver. No. I mean, it's... I don't know. It, I, they're going to go in. Like, I highly, highly doubt they are going to hemorrhage points to the point that they're not going to make it in at this point. Too many points. Um, <laughs> but They're not acquiring him. He's in Tampa. Yeah, exactly. No point in warm-ups. Anyways. Um, <laughs> what a tweet. Um... Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, and I think right now, actually, is a really good time to look at it and see it's kind of, you know, they're going to be missing a, a key player. How do they adapt? It's unfortunate that he's injured, and I really hope that it's not like a Nathan McKinnon situation where every single season he's trending to hit at least 100 points, and that's just the record he gets tallied with is on pace for one, over 100 points and never gets it because he keeps getting injured. Um, I hope that's not the case for him, for uh, Jack Hughes. But even still, it doesn't deny his talent. Oh, he's and, like, what a yeah. step up this year. He's been he's been a lot of fun to watch. And I pulled up the standings uh, for the Metro on screen here. And yeah, luckily the Devils do have that 10-point cushion and game in hands. Uh-oh, Pat went away. We'll get him back. Uh, you can see me twice there. Um, there's Pat. Welcome back, oh. Pat. My whole computer just glitched. <laughs> oh, that was fun. I uh, found out that when uh, when you vanish, my face shows up twice on the screen, which is kind of fun. Um, so on the Pat side, there was a Brian. Um, you didn't miss much. You were gone for like three seconds. Just that. Uh, I don't even know. That was fun. Um Oh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Stupid technology. I bumped my laptop and I apparently hit something. Oh my God. Shouldn't have touched it. Um, (laughs) But yes, so trades. um, So when it comes to trades, though, I want to go kind of back to Tarasenko in essence. So clearly St. Louis, they've realized, all right, this season, we're done. Let's go. So that means you've got pieces on the board now. You've got Ryan O'Reilly and Barbashev. Those are the two people that uh, most people are talking about when it comes to trade. Where do you think Ryan O'Reilly is going to end up? By the trade deadline, where do you think he'll be? Um, I, If I thought that he would be okay playing third line, my brain says Pittsburgh. Okay. Because that would be a ridiculous one, two, three, and Crosby, Malkin, O'Reilly. Um, I have the feeling that St. Louis, even though they won't be in the playoffs, they're gonna want to send him east. Uh, Washington could be one. Um, definitely won't be the Islanders. Carolina doesn't have Pacioretty. He's out, so they could be in on him. They're definitely in to try and pick up that, like, Meyer. They've been saying Meyer they have a lot of interest in, so. And don't count out the number one team in the league. Yeah, they've got a 1-2 center up front. That's another team. Like, I could see Ryan O'Reilly fitting into that Boston system in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And if he's there, it's like you've got two of the best face-off people in the league. Good luck Mm -hmm. ever getting the puck. Uh, I Yeah, I think 
Boston and Carolina are my front runners if he does get traded. I uh my gut is telling me something a little different. And it's because I think he might go back. Uh, there's too much sourness there between even though it's like a different GM and everything, I think there's a lot of sourness between um him and the Pagulas at Buffalo. Oh, I'm not talking about Buffalo, Brian. Oh, you're thinking he's going back to the Avalanche? He, I, they need a number two center. They need that, that depth. As much as Newhook has stepped up, he really has. He's really showing that he is potentially a number two center. He's a better suited number three. So who, who is their number two right now? I think it's Rantanen is taking most of the number two slots, or at least he was. Um, Landis Gog is looking like he's going to be coming back, but he's a winger. Um, I think that may not be a bad thing. That could work. If they can find a way to make it work, that's not a bad ad, especially since they suck on face-offs. Colorado's terrible at face-offs. Yeah, that, uh, looking at it, final year of this, uh, contract, um, bunch of it paid off. Yeah, it, who knows? Yeah, that would actually be interesting because you know it would cost you at least your first which we know the avs aren't afraid to do but to me the the big thing on that is i don't know if st louis would trade to like literally one of their biggest rivals but well the other thing that i'm thinking so you've got colorado they are awful in the face of thought they are currently sitting 27th in the league with face-off percentage 46.4 percent that's bad uh ryan o'reilly he's pretty damn good at face-offs number the the team that's in 31st and another team that i think could really benefit from him seattle yeah seattle uh it for them i think it all it all depends on uh injuries there but yeah that's another one that you really like seattle just scares the crap out of me to be honest like Mm-hmm. They, but like it, as a rental, yeah, because he's a rental. They're like obviously they have Shane Wright. He's waiting in the wings. They've got a lot of young talent that's going to come up and do really well. They have a lot of picks that they can trade if they feel like it. So they could make a play. He can go back and play with his buddy uh, Schwartz again. Yeah, they they had good chemistry. So Who knows? yeah, I, I think we we picked a few potential uh, teams. Vince Dunn too, I believe he was. Uh, st louis as well as i'm looking through their roster so yes. yeah um yeah, yeah that would and actually then, be a very interesting yeah. one looking at it more that's if if st if yeah if st louis trades in the west i agree i think those are kind of like the big one and two because mm-hmm. any of the other ones like new york or not new york la is not going to they've got a one and two locked in yep Edmonton won't. A, they can't afford it. B, they don't need another center like that, though they do need mm-hmm. scoring, which is weird to say for Edmonton. Um, Calgary can't afford anything. Nope. Vegas is Vegas, so you never know. Yeah, they're probably going to end up with Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, Ryan O'Reilly, and Timo Meyer, and then they'll be like, well, did we, get, well, we ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> At maybe the only other one, but they I don't know how they would find space would be... Um, Dallas, but 
if if O'Reilly oh, goes, I but think no, that's that's the same. But so you say that it's not going to be somebody in the same area. But Brandon saw it. They did that swap. That's true. Colorado, they, they well, did they swap? I can't remember. But even still, like there's there's still a chance it yeah. may happen. Um, what about Barbashev? I know that he's not a huge name, but he brings a lot of unique skills. Every single time I watch him play, I'm like, God, I hate that he's on the ice. He's Minnesota wild. No, (laughs) I am telling you, he is going to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. He is going to be traded for like Pierre Engvall. It's going to be a one for one because that's kind of his value, but he brings something so different. I think that he is going to be a Toronto Maple Leaf before the trade deadline. That is the the history, and it seems like this year a lot of teams are trying to do things early, which, yep. uh, sorry, James Duthie and the gang, but it's going to make uh, that 17-hour show a little bit tougher on you this year. Very slow. Um, yeah, there's, like, it's fun that we're at the point for some teams going into the season, we were like, okay, these guys, they're going to be good. Oh, mm-hmm. they're actually sellers now. And they've got quite a few people that are on their last year and they don't have to rebuild. They can literally one bad year, turn things around relatively quickly. And like the more I look at the central, those top six teams, it it still could like, obviously St. Louis is out and Nashville's out, but like next year you're looking at it. It could be any order. Yeah. Well, it's cause it's such a weak division. It's it is but I it isn't. You've that. got you've got four ridiculous goaltenders of those six teams. Yeah, true. Like four of the top what? Six or seven goalies in the league play in the central. Um mind you one will probably end up retiring here shortly. Um yeah. but yeah, it's I don't know. Nothing it's, is as yeah, it, it's we've just gotten to that point where it's not just like one or two teams anymore. It's it's like, well, you know, Boston, Toronto, Tampa, and mm. now it's it's fun seeing Pittsburgh and Washington having to chase. Yeah, that's a nice change. Uh, you know, sorry to Pittsburgh and Washington fans. Oh no, because you've you've had you, like fifteen years straight of playoff verse. Yeah, exactly. Like, if anything, you know, you should be thankful that you're not the Oilers. Um, you've got generational talents on your team, and guess what? They got cups for you, and it looks like, although the Oilers are killing it in their last 10, um, it looks like that McDavid, I don't know. I don't think he's going to be an Oiler forever. I think he's going to want to get the hell out of there. If they if they bomb it in the playoffs, I am calling it. He is going to be in, in like maybe midseason next season. If it's the same story again, he's done. He is Stanley Cup finals or gone probably. Like Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just something fun that I want to, just as I was looking, we were talking about this before we opened up the show. Uh, Bo Horvat, second goal for the Islanders from Matthew him. Barzell again. So the Islanders, Bo getting the uh, go-ahead goal against his former team, the Vancouver Canucks. So I, it's just wow. fun to see that. That's like any team in the league except for uh, maybe the Ducks. Maybe. <laughs> oh, not... oh, yeah. Funny you say that. Um, Remember, so 
just an aside. Oh. Those those watching, um, see the shirt that I'm wearing. It's got the strings and all that. This is from when we went to um, Disney. Look at that. Ah, nice. You got the original Anaheim Ducks. It's got the C. It's oh, got you the got 96. Uh, I don't know if I'll be Charlie. able to pull this off. Hold on here. Um, you see that? Quack, quack, quack. Oh, it says quack, quack, quack on the back. There you go. That's great. Yeah, and it's even got the uh, Mighty Ducks 30 on there. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. So that's, there's random nice aside for those for those watching. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I honestly think that um, Vancouver, uh, there's only one other team in the league that is worse than them, in my opinion, and that's the Ducks, unfortunately. I like the Ducks. I think that they there's a lot of fun on that team. You're not going to say Columbus? No. The last place team in the league? Yeah, they have, like, they have talent. They're just, they're just beaten up. They're super duper injured. I think they're a middle team. I don't think they're they're good. I just think they're better than, than Vancouver. Like the they're... only people on Vancouver that are good are Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson, and that's about it. Thatcher <laughs> Demko's good, but he's gonna be traded by the sounds of it. So who knows who they'll have in net? Um, one yeah. thing I do want to um, talk about because this is a former Avalanche. Um, earlier today, just before all the Tarasenko news broke, um, Leafs announcing two-year extension oh. with former Avalanche. Uh, they get him from Arizona. Yeah, so Connor uh, Timmins. Connor Timmins. Connor Timmins went to Arizona in the trade for uh, Darcy Kemper. So you know what? As much as Connor Timmins has been an absolute rock star for the Leafs and really showing that he's a talented player. We got a cup with the trade. Um, that's the way to, uh, like, you can split hairs as much as you want. We probably didn't need them. No. There was no, there's no space for him, unfortunately. So no. he gets two-year, 1.1 million AAV, which is amazing for the Leafs. Um, that's what happens with uh, just where he is in his contract. And once he's done that contract, he'll probably jump up like five or six fold depending how he does but he's played say, probably two and five at least and, um, and with yeah. that contract i think he will force like yeah is that can be buried but now that he has that contract i think the leafs are going to actually be forced to look and be like yeah he is the better defenseman let's get him in yeah and i mean if you look at the right side now you've got brody you've got lilgren and you've got timmons that's not bad. That's actually pretty damn good. That's a good right side. And that was how many years ago? Two, three years ago? A right D is what the Leafs, and that's what everyone said. That's what Babcock was saying. We need yep. right Ds. We have no right Ds. We got to get right Ds. We can't do it. That was the we first thing out game. of his mouth when they got Jake Muzzin was complaining about that fact. Like, We have nobody for the right side. And now they have three very talented hockey players for the right side. So good on Dubis. I think I, you know, people like to poop on him because I don't know why. It's 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 the low hanging fruit, right? Yeah. And there's always got to be a scapegoat. Usually, it's one of the players, either a goaltender or defenseman. Right now, it's Dubis, and it has been for quite a while. Or it's Marner, one of the two. Yeah, or it's Nylander, or it's the coach Keith. 
uh, or it's this, or, 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 or it's what's wrong with the leaves. I liked your the seal media. impersonation there. Yeah. Yeah. No, call me seal with how many ores there are. Uh, but no, it's the leaves. It's just this constant circle of like, who can we pin blame on? And it's just like pin blame on the media. That's where the blame lies. Stop, stop, stop. Like <laughs> you're going to push out talent because of how terrible you are you look at nylander he's the only person or maybe not but he's every day on the week with the week off he has been at the training facility he is putting in time he's working on his skills him and his brother are working together they're practicing they're trying to better their skills so don't point fingers at nylander he is doing everything exactly how he should he might he might beat matthews for goal scoring this year yeah, so. run him out of town and then see how much you miss him after. That's going to be a fun one. Um, oh. oh, I would eat all of that. Oh, my God, 5 nothing for the Lightning. I uh, just want to bring this one back up. We were talking about uh, Bo Horvat scoring. He now joins a very elusive group. Uh, he has officially scored against all 32 NHL teams. Oh, good for him. That's kind of fun. There's not a lot of that because uh, the Kraken haven't been around for very long. Yeah. Um, hey, do you know what was also pretty cool? Um, there was, I was it four or five? It was four or five London Knights at uh, the All Star Game. Because uh, you were former London Knights, so you had Kadri, yep, Marner, Marner, Horvat, Kachuk. Oh yeah. I think there might have been one more, but yeah. So four former London Knights, which is pretty cool to see hometown repping in the All Stars. Pretty cool. That's well, now you got me thinking. Like, is there is there another one? But no, it, I yeah, it might just be the four. Interesting. Um, one of my favorite things to do uh, to to talk about the London Knights because why not? Because it's our podcast and not yours. Um, <laughs> but one of my favorite things to do, and it creates one of the funniest things, is every single year I build the former London Knights team in NHL, whatever version I have. And it is killer up front, okay on defense, and goaltenders that you have to go and, like, find them in, like, the weird free agency pool of, like, fake made-up people. Because um, it's, like, Tyler Parsons, and that's about it. <laughs> Uh, who's Stolarz playing for right now? He's playing for the Ducks, isn't he? Yep. Those are it. Stolarz and Tyler Parsons. That's one and two. Tyler Parsons, I think, is like a 60 in the game. Um, yeah, he's so he's still in the uh, the Flames AHL uh, system. Mm-hmm. No, it's just, it's a funny little thing I like to do because, yeah, the up front, they are gods on skates. Like, they just produce it. And then it's just like Evan Bouchard and... Olio Levy. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you, <laughs> you could do, I think, Michael Delzato, right? Yeah, he's always on it, too. Yeah. No, uh, you bring in Victor Mete if you want to. Yeah. So, like, they're okay on defense. Yeah. It's just, it's funny how. But yeah, much... up, up front, it's, it's scary. Yeah. The, like, Logan Mayu, as much as everything around him is toxic and garbage uh he's probably one of the only good defensemen to come out of the london Knights system in probably like the past 10 years and when i say good i mean like better than third line well the last time uh, the montreal canadians drafted 
no, sorry, Victor Mete drafted a uh, much type skilled defensive uh, or defenseman. Kind of turned out as a bit of a bust. You just never know how they're going to transition into the show. True, true, very, so, very true. So, um, a little aside there. <laughs> yeah, uh, one or two more things left that I have here sitting on um, my screen. I know you really like. Uh, talking about this one so i'll pull it up here uh people can see it i'll let you know the jack eichel update since stone went down to injury nine games played one assist minus eight 25 shots average 1838 time on ice um he he uh he's 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 a struggling luckily for Woo! the uh luckily for the golden knights They've built themselves a nice buffer, and they're playing solid hockey all around because their number one center that they paid a ton for. Where'd it go? Uh, right now, Buffalo has won that trade leaps and bounds. Oh, but yeah. at the end of the day, though, it was all about uh, Eichel being able to get the surgery, so I don't want to like Eichel harp, on, harp on a team for the trade because at the end, yeah, it was... It was for Eichel's health, and that's the trade should be an aside in all of that. But yeah, he's Absolutely. he's not playing well right now. He'll turn it around. He usually seems to. So, yeah, it's just kind of fun because I don't know. I had this gut feeling that he was that. There's there's not a lot of times that I'm just like, yeah, I want the Leafs fans <laughs> to be right. Um, but the Eichel versus Matthews debate, ah. Uh, I'm glad that this is happening because it's just, it's a little, it's a little bit tasty. It's kind of fun to see uh, Eichel not performing and Matthews changing his game up so much that he's not doing what he used to do. So people are like, what's wrong? It's just great. I love it. I love that everyone's getting so upset about hockey, about things that are completely intangible and make no sense. It's great. Meanwhile, we're witnessing a generational season by Connor McDavid, and it's it's like the the quietest 90-plus point in 50 game that we've ever seen just because it's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of expected. Yeah, it's, it's McDavid. It's McDavid, that's what he does. Yeah, he has 94 points right now. And I don't even like, know if that as of recording. I don't even know right if now. that includes his uh, assist in the first or yeah. in the second. He had ninety. He had ninety three uh, when mm. I checked earlier, and then yeah, so he is at ninety four points, and it's not even trade deadline. That's nutty. Uh, one final thing here before we move on to games of the week. I'm not sure if you saw this one, Pat. Um, a tweet earlier this morning by the Detroit Red Wings. Or sorry, by the Calgary Flames, not the Detroit Red Wings. Um, so Anderson? maybe, yeah, at approximately yeah, six p.m. You. Okay, I can't remember. There's so much that goes on. <laughs> uh, so last night, while riding a scooter in Detroit on his way to dinner, Flames defenseman Rasmus Anderson was struck by a vehicle, uh, taken a hospital, full battery of tests before being released. He's doing well, listed day to day. What yep. a absolute freak accident and i have the i have the feeling that uh brad Living is going to institute a uh no scooter rule for the rest of the year uh, <laughs> well I'm... so true living he did a press conference and he did address it and he flat out said i want to make it abundantly clear no alcohol is involved um which i think is 
you know, good. I'm, I'm glad he said that. It sucks that he has to say that, but I was really glad to see that because that's him being like, no, I'm going to protect any sort of speculation. Get ahead of I'm it. Just, no, no, no. We're happy that it could have been worse and it wasn't. Um, oh, and, by yeah, the he way. He might have a concussion, you know, but even still, I, it's good that he's okay. Um, of course, as we were literally ripping on Jack Eichel, he has a goal and an assist tonight and literally just scored. <laughs> All right. Well, see ya. That, uh... <laughs> that was dated. Literally, as we were talking, he was like, I'll show them. Um, yeah, you could hear me in Vegas. Yes. Or no, where is he? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Ew, of course he's in. I can't even. Minnesota, I can't even rely on them to shut out Jack Eichel for me. Come on, Minnesota. Boo. Uh, do you have Get... anything else you want to add, Pat? I'm just looking through. That's kind of everything I, I had. I am going to add one more thing. So there was a uh, post that went around on the internet. Somebody, Some people might have seen it. Some may have not. It was a list of the teams of the most hated player on each team. And some of them were really wrong. Uh, it was like, who made this and were they drunk? So what Jay Fresh did, good old Jay Fresh, he is probably one of my favorite people on Twitter. He does stats and hilarious tweets. He was like, well, let's crowdsource this. So he did the surveys online. Um, or was it him? No, it wasn't Jay Fresh. It was, uh, it was a new follow of mine. Somebody is a Dallas Stars fan. I can't remember their Twitter handle, um, but they've got some banger tweets. That's very, very funny. Um, so they did a survey to figure out who was the most hated player on the team. And I went through it and I got to Minnesota and that was probably the hardest decision I have ever had to make in my entire life. Because how do you choose just one? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh, but yes. So I'm excited. They haven't uh, officially announced the uh, stats from it. They've been kind of teasing it a little bit. So I've been following it like a friggin' hawk. Because I want to see, uh, I want to see the results. I'm, I'm curious to see what the crowdsourced version. And it looks like a couple hundred people have responded, so it's a decent sample size when it comes to uh, data collection. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what uh, people have selected as the most hated people on the team. So, uh, updates for that once that comes out and stealing content from other people who I can't remember their Twitter handle for, and I sincerely apologize, <laughs> Dallas Stars fan. Um, I think I found the person, but oh my goodness, they tweet a lot. Okay, I, I, yeah, I found the, uh, yes, the document. So um, oh, you have to pick and go through all the. Yeah, yeah, you have to pick like it's every single team, all thirty-two not teams, and they list every that. active roster person. Um, some of them you can hammer through pretty damn quick. Uh. <laughs> I have to go through and click. I'd have to click 32 different times. It's not worth it right now. But hey, if we remember, we'll come back to it um, oh, another I'll time. Don't you worry. Uh, hey, but do you know what we're coming back to right now, though? Uh, the Devils winning 3 1 over Seattle Kraken without Jack Hughes, and Dougie Hamilton scored twice, and John Marino got an empty netter. So three defensemen scored for the Devils. Hey, it's good for Marino coming back, though. That's. Yes. I think that him coming back just before Hughes um, got hurt, that, that's a, a weird kind of at least that happened. It's not like Colorado who, you know, Jeff Carter doing a cheap shot to a head of 
one of the best defensemen in the world. Uh, no penalty, no discipline. It was very clearly a targeted headshot, but whatever. It's fine. It's good for the NHL to have one of their all-stars get knocked out with a concussion. And no repercussions? A, zero repercussions by a mid-player that should have retired years ago that's just clinging on to his own pathetic glory that he thinks that his career is sorry i'm mad at you screw you jeff carter for this week you probably had not a terrible guy but what you did was bad shame on you anyway it's the games of the week uh until uh earlier this week i held the best game of the week because what was it that 9-7 game between Seattle and I don't remember who way back when Uh, Pat Stradamus over there returns as he picked the uh, Rangers and uh, oh what game was it Calgary yes the Rangers Calgary game old school 90s hockey Um, big hits plenty of fights uh, 5-4 game in overtime overtime winner what a game it what was a game it was a very good game and a good choice by you uh good like we we probably won't top that because that is literally being lauded as like the game of the year so far um yeah, that was that and it was a gut feeling it was i just feel like something's going to happen i think was the words that i used so i followed my gut I'm like Toucan Sam, but when it comes to hockey games. It's too bad I didn't end up picking the Devils Canucks like I was going to because the Devils scored three times in 50 seconds and then the game was forced to go to overtime. That was not good. Um, Instead, I went with uh, the Islanders taking on the Kraken. And yeah, Bo Horvat got his first goal as a uh, New York Islander in the shutout. Uh, The Kraken, not very fond of the New York area right now, I would imagine. Uh, That is... One goal for seven goals against in uh, in two games, and they need those points badly to stay on top. Mm-hmm. So you definitely no contest. You have one game of the week. Woo! It's not often I've done that, <laughs> but Brian, you get to choose first because we both were considering a Saturday game. And I'm curious to see if you chose the Saturday game that I was also looking at. So, Well, I'm I'm going with one of the teams that you just had as part of your game of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the Rangers. The 12-30 game in Buffalo. The Flames taking on the Sabres. Kind of fun because we've talked a little bit about both teams so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Calgary is not going to stand a chance with the waves of offense that Buffalo seems to throw. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do very well. Nice think... nice early game on Saturday. Perfect. There's a lot of early games on Saturday. Is that Hockey Day in Canada? I can't remember. There's, I think there's a reason why there's so many early games on Saturday. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, stay as far away from this superb owl as possible. Um, January so 16th. I... Nope, so we missed it. I don't know. All right. Well, I will say we did not choose the same game, okay. but we did choose Saturday. So I agree. That'll be a solid game. Um, 
I want to see Tage just put up so many points and then watch Daryl Soder go, well, you know, he, he did a really good job. And Thompson. Um, you know, in his press conferences, because that's how he sounds. He sounds like an old man grumbling into a microphone. Uh, so I chose Saturday, February 11th, 1 p.m., the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Dallas Stars. You couldn't see it. I was hovering between that one and the Capitals Bruins constantly, and I landed on the <laughs> Lightning Stars. So Pat wants the uh, Stanley Cup final rematch of uh, three years ago now. Yep, and probably the Stanley Cup final of this year. Uh, we'll see which Tampa Bay Lightning shows up because they got absolutely dummied by um, Florida. Earlier in the week, uh, they did not have a good game. Uh, when was uh, against well, the Sharks? They lost four three to the Sharks in overtime. They're having their way with Colorado as we speak. So, which which team shows up will be interesting, and you know Dallas will. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited for that one. Actually, I think that's going to be a hell of a game. Dallas hasn't done a ton to their roster, but what they've done is they've built really strong systems. Tampa's done some tinkering since that uh, Stanley Cup final there. So, um, but again, it's very similar team to what those two teams are playing. Uh, Corey Perry is now on the other team, uh, but well, it, it also helps for Dallas. You don't really have to go out and get players when somebody like Wyatt Johnson steps up insanely well and jake ottinger showing he's not a one-trick pony and jason robertson being like hey you guys are underpaying me um so i think that'll be a hell of a game i think that's going to be a lot of fun and it's at one o'clock so uh if you got nothing to do on saturday uh you have two games to choose from that you can kind of swap between and yeah that's that's the nice thing with mine being a 12 30 and yours being a one and just Hop back and forth. So that's our games of the week. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add for this week. I've got to work on an essay for university. So that's my next task. Uh, anything you want to add, Pat, before we close things off? Uh, Brian, I have one more question. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? Is it going to be the Kansas City Chiefs or some birds? I don't know. The green team. The Eagles. (laughs) I don't want to see Mahomes. I don't like him just because minus this year he didn't have to. He just absolutely eats the Bills apart. Um, I do like him because he literally, when they won their first Super Bowl title, just was like a giddy kid and was so excited to go to Disney world. Cause that's what the MVP gets. So they get the like yeah. VIP thing there and he was tweeting like crazy about it. Um, I kind of want to see the Eagles cause their fan base is probably the second craziest behind the bills mafia. Yeah. And win or lose Eagles. Twitter is going to take over. So that'll be fun. I'm going, I'm rooting Eagles. Okay. I'm rooting for Jay-Z to make an appearance. Oh, of course he will. Uh, I just want to hear Umbrella, and that's about it. Uh, No, I I don't know. I can't. You can't bet against Mahomes. Like, even with a busted ankle, or not busted, but still sprained ankle, he was just like, well, look what I can do. Um, He was still sprinting around. So, 
uh, I know that's a whole bunch of like numbing that they're shooting into his foot, but even still, um, I don't know. I, I, I think Philly's really good. I think they've got a hell of a team, but I just, I, you can't bet against them. You can't bet against Mahomes, and I, I got to put money on him. I'm not going to put money, but if I had money to put down, I would put it on Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's probably the safer bet of the uh, – what's that? Hurts is good. Jalen Hurts is a hell of a quarterback, but – Isn't that three of the last four years now that they've been in the Super Bowl? So, yeah. Uh, the talent. The talent's absurd. It's unfair. So, yeah. uh, I'm – uh, yeah, I'm apparently cheering for the team the color that I'm wearing right now. Um, and yeah, we'll talk to everybody again next week. Who knows? Maybe we'll have more trades by then. Probably. Hopefully. And hopefully good news about Makar and Jack Hughes in the interim between. Absolutely. All right. So I think uh, we can call it there, Pat. So say bye, Pat. Yeah. Bye.